Hello, and welcome to Inspiring Questco, a series of conversations with members of our Questco team. We'll hear their stories and celebrate their successes as we share a little about what makes them and our Questco organization so special. I'm Jason Randall, Questco CEO, and I'm so happy to be joined today by Shauna Smith. Shauna is a key member of our sales growth leadership team and serves as our strategic sales director. She pursues opportunities and manages key relationships across the country. Shauna, welcome to the conversation. Thank you, Jason. It's great to be here and have this opportunity. Well, absolutely my pleasure. So strategic sales director, that's a mouthful, right? And you you have uh, created and shaped this role at our organization. So, so we can tell us a little bit about what does it mean to be the strategic sales director? Sure. So I joined Questco in the fall of 2019 to help develop channel partner relationships. And in my role, I provide direct support to our partners with marketing collateral, scheduling technology presentations, benefit program options, and also delivering overall quotes. And the way that I look at it uh, for our partners, there's just so many PEO options that are out there. And so ideally what happens is the level of confidence in our ability to be a preferred provider for them. And that gets established once we've really proven ourselves. And it's in the not so little things like acknowledging when we get an email, whether that's an RFP or even just a question, um, answering a call or a text even and not the next day, just giving accurate answers and really wanting to display a level of professionalism. So all of those things can either strengthen or uh, really weaken that relationship. So it's important for me to focus on those details because the goal for our channel program is to really reach more clients to achieve growth uh, by leveraging that credibility that the partner has and then gaining market share in geographies where we don't have a local sales presence. So most fundamentally, just so people understand the definitions and the landscape, when we're saying channel partners, what kind of organization are we referring to and, and what do we expect out of that partner? So most of the partners that I have are true PEO brokers. So a lot of them have had previous experiences working with a, a PEO as like an individual sales rep. And so they, they, you know, they take that knowledge and then decide that they want to work with uh, multiple PEOs and, instead of just, you know, having to represent one. And then for us, that uh, channel number, if you will, it, it represents a significant number that contributes to our overall um, sales budget. So there's a lot of time on my part that's spent really nurturing these relationships. And, and relationships and nurturing really is the key concept here. You know, these are organizations that can and do represent a multitude of organizations. And you've really taken a different approach from many of our competitors, both regional and national, and, and how we sort of go to market in this space. And I think by treating uh, this as a, as a leadership function, um, we're able to consistently demonstrate a very high level of professionalism consistently and, uh, you know, across a lot of opportunities. But my question for you, Shauna, is, you know, you hadn't done this before, right? This is, this was a, a new job function for you. Um, so what was it in your past and how did you get ready to take on such a really monumental challenge? And by the way, not only take it on, but exceed expectations every single year you've been here. Gosh, I don't, that's a, that's a lot to, to unpack. That's a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> it is a mouthful. So I guess what I would say is, you know, prior to joining Questco, and I've been here now, it'll be three years in the fall. 
So before that, I spent about a decade or so learning and growing from within the sales engineering side of another PEO. And what began for me as B2B selling of different adjacent business products and services, that really evolved to leading a team of sales engineers that supported a large workforce across the country. And I'm grateful for that exposure that that experience gave me um, in that role, success meant navigating a wide variety of personalities and leadership styles and in the midst of constant change and challenging circumstances. And I don't know that it's you know too different um, from today because I, again, am navigating different personalities and, and styles with the, the partners that I'm working with. And that too is it constantly evolving. Now, these relationships we've referred to, I think it's important to note just exactly how much success you've had here. And, you know, there's one specific group that's one of the highest volume producers in, in the nation um, that you've really developed a, a unique partnership with. And I was hoping you just talk a little about that in, in some general terms about you know, how did that happen and, and what does that mean to our company and, and, and to your development? So I think if we look back at, you know, how this began, just the process of identifying suitable partners and then measuring that capability, that's not something that I would say is a one and done type of task um, or even like a one size, you know, fits all approach. So it's a process that requires really regular periodic communication. And so for the, the partner that we've really had the most success with, I think that you know, we were able very early on to build that partnership with mutual goals. There was a lot of strategic collaboration inside of that. And then just really delivering, you know, custom solutions where I became, Quesco became someone that they wanted to bring their clients to because we made it easy for them to do business with us. So you mentioned, you know, a couple of things where we're really unique and that's having, you know, single point of contact, we established quick turnaround periods, um, timeframes that we adhere to, and then also giving them subject you know, matter expertise. So that focus, again, just all around making it easy for them and then being wildly predictable inside of that. So I will boldly lay claim that that's where our team really shines. And I think there's another element to it, too. And obviously, we're talking about the external perspective, but something else that you've been unusually adept at is even though you had aggressive sales targets for yourself. And of course, we had this as an organization. You have built in record time a very significant organization that exceeds its numbers, but you do it without upsetting people internally. And, and, and just for context, it's really quite commonplace for people that come in with a hard charging sales attitude. There, there could be a situation where you're doing that at the expense of the priorities or goals or comfort, certainly, of our service providers, of other stakeholders in the organization, uh, you know, beating up finance to get pricing that isn't necessarily in the best interest of the company. You behave in the exact opposite and really try to build community and really try to look out for the holistic view. In other words, you act as a leader, even in the context of an indiv each individual opportunity. I'm wondering... How did this mindset develop and how, how have you maintained that North Star over time? Not an easy thing to do under the crushing pressure of sort of a sales expectation. I think the, the most likely answer would be one that um, anytime I'm given a, a paper test, if you will, um, those results always say um, I'm not a salesperson. <laughs> 
So I, I think I, I focus more or what just comes naturally to me is wanting to serve others. And that's really where I feel fulfilled and just seeing like, how can we make things work? You know, what do you need from me in order to do what the task is that, that you have? And if I can make that easier, um, in the end, we, we all get what we want um, out of that. The client gets happy, you know, internally we're happy. And so I feel like it's just more about working together and having that internal relationship is is very important because for me, the sale really isn't over once I have that CSA signed. I look at it like that the relationship's just beginning. So I need my team to carry through, you know, everything that we worked hard on that front end to establish. And so, and they do that. Our team does it, does a great job. So I'm always confident whenever I'm, I'm turning that over that I know if there are questions, then the team, you know, is, is going to come to me and, and we're going to be able to work through it. Let's talk about that team a little bit. You know, in the process of building your own success within Quesco, you've also demonstrated ability to develop a team around you. And, uh, you know, that's something that we're always eager to invest in. You have just wonderful people. So how did you go about expanding your efforts beyond yourself and finding the right people and then the right process and, and so on to build the right team that works for us? That's a part of the job that I really do enjoy having that responsibility. And, and I always have. I think that there's such a unique opportunity that we have as leaders to really change the trajectory for, for people. And, and someone, many someones have done that for me, you know, throughout my career. And I just love being able to select and, and train team members. So for me, when I was looking at, you know, who the right fits were going to be for, for this team, it was it was easy um, having had, you know, some of that experience in my past um, to be able to, to, to draw from that again. So one of the things I think that's important is, is finding a, a culture fit, because I'm a firm believer that you can kind of teach people the technology or the processes, right, that they need to learn. Um, and so focusing on that and then just, um, you know, having the same values that are in place, you know, and, and making sure that is my role going to be challenging enough and fulfilling for the things that are important to them. And so I think if we focus there, then that's made, you know, finding those people really easy. So I was very fortunate in the hires that I have made to my team. They are such an important part of, of what we do and the success that we've had. So I couldn't imagine, you know, not having either one of those ladies uh, behind me. They really keep me organized and allow me to focus on on what I need to do client facing. So a lot of our listenership, we have a fair amount of listenership from people that are considering joining Quesco. And uh, since you mentioned culture and fit, I thought you could expand a little bit on what does that mean to be a good fit with your organization and a good fit with Quesco uh, more generally? So I think... Anytime you're looking at, at joining an, an organization, I feel like everyone always touts their culture. They do, you know, talk about it. I don't think I've ever, you know, kind of come across a, a situation where that hasn't been the case. And so maybe it's hard to really understand what that means. But I do think that we live into the, the, our mission and, and what we say here at Quesco. And that's so important. I think the leadership team. It's very easy to talk to, you know, that open door policy absolutely is there. And in fact, it's, you know, one of the reasons why 
it was easy for me to make that switch. You know, there was some familiarity, you know, with yourself and, you know, and, and another executive you know, team member, Brandon Hartsall. And so for me that, you know, made that risk well, a little less risky, um, but then just seeing how that translates down. And then so much has changed even, you know, in the time that, that I've been here, um, a lot of, a lot of positive changes. So I think that when those things are in alignment, then people feel good about where they're working. They feel good about the people that they're working with. And it's something that I speak to even when I'm talking to clients. You you aren't able to take care of your customers and have the type of scores that we have if you have people that aren't happy with what they're doing. There, there's such a strong connection between that. So I enjoy what I do. I enjoy the people that I work with. And I think our clients feel that from me anyway. <laughs> I think there's another element that I haven't heard you mention yet, but it's such a part of who you are, which is that you win and you win and you've been a winner in every role you've had. And certainly in this one, you are, you're competitive, not with others, but with yourself to really achieve a higher bar of excellence. And you just flat out win a lot of deals. And, you know, obviously some of the things we're talking about culturally might contribute to that. But I guess the, the more fundamental question, Sean, is why do you win? I think I've just always been passionate about finding ways that I can that I can help other people. And so for me, I think one thing I think is a good thing to clarify, and sometimes I think this could be maybe misunderstood even internally, the role like you, we mentioned is unique role, but my client is my partner. The prospective buyer they belong to my partner. And so respecting that boundary and then, you know, knowing how I fit into that and then where I can push and, and where I maybe shouldn't is very, is very sensitive. And I know internally it can also be challenging sometimes, right? Because we want those, you know, those processes, if you will, to, to be consistent and, um, that's not always the case um, for me. I have even less control over the sales process, but I think as long as I am doing the things that we talked about earlier, you know, just making sure that those mutual goals that, that we established are there and they feel that I'm genuine in that and really wanting to, to help them achieve their goals. Um, I think that that's, that's helped a lot. Really interesting thoughts. And um, one of the things that uh, I think really speaks well of you is that you've made such a, a great transition from previous roles and so on. And part of that was evolving along with our Quesco organization. And you, you made reference before to the amount in which we've, we've changed or the extent to which we've changed in your, your time with us. And I'm curious as your, to your perspective as to, so what's changed and uh, what, what has this evolution meant to you and your team and your ability to succeed? There are numerous ways in which Quesco has changed just in the, in the years that, that I've been here. Um, I'd certainly fail to, to name them all. There's probably three, I think, that, that come to mind. I would say markedly our footprint has grown. I mean, certainly nationally. Second, I would say our branding efforts. I mean, we look completely different out there. Our website, the marketing collateral that we have available to our clients, this podcast, Stephen, those are all really positive changes, and they certainly help us when we're out there positioning, you know, Quesco to to partners and to clients. And then third, I would say just an emphasis on talent development. So from developing internal tools and resources all the way to our recruitment efforts, there's just been this big realignment of departments. We've made strategic hires. 
And I think the story there, it's, it's still being written and I'm just proud to be a part of it. So if I ask you to put your uh, more direct sales hat on, you know, if, if you're a, a prospect uh, listening out there and considering several options, why, why should that prospect uh, choose a, a Questco relationship? There's a number of different reasons. There's the more transactional ones. I feel like that that sometimes uh, people in my space are are looking at, and so that that's going to be you know like both the flexibility that we have in our offering, the transparency you know that we have in our billing, but certainly in this climate, I think that we have, and you know what's going on out in the market. There's also a lot of people that are that really just need support. They need to have a team that they know when they reach out, they're going to answer the phone. They're not falling into a black hole. You know, I hear that a lot. They want to know that the people that they're calling have the expertise to assist with the questions, you know, that they have. And so being able to to even give them a glimpse of that subject matter expertise. And we do that in, in our presentation up front. So I think those are some things that, that set us apart. But I also think just the way in which we're structured, you know, to support our clients, we, you know, provided a dedicated team to their success. And that's really important. Again, knowing that, you know, they they have those resources behind them. But I also feel that at least if, you know, someone that that I'm able to talk to, I, I want them to really feel how passionate we are about providing the service that we do. And so, all of the ways that that success is, is measured for us, it just demonstrates that we are fulfilling and, and we are exceeding in those client expectations. So I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up some things that were sort of outside of the workplace because you have a, a lot of, of interests, um, a lot of family interests, and I know that family is extremely important to you as well. And I think one of the things we're proud of as an organization is our ability to help you realize all your goals, personal and professional, and and, and be there for you and, and recognize the total person. And, you know, inside of that, I was hoping you sort of speak to some of your motivations, you know, why do you want to succeed and, and uh, you know... What, what what about your family and that dynamic makes it such a priority for you? Family is absolutely important to me, and for those that that know, you know my 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 story. Um, it there's just simple things I think that that really make me proud. Um, I would say the bond between my children. There's there's a big age gap that that we have, and so that's important to me that that the kids are close how those traditions and and values play out is also important to me. You know, for example, cooking dinners out of our grandmother's old cookbooks and, you know, passing those recipes down to our kids is something that that we enjoy. Um, Certainly watching our youngest play baseball, we're crazy baseball family takes up so much of our time, but the whole family's involved in that. And then, you know, our, our youngest, just his love for the Yankees, even right. That's something we all, we always talk about. But even having sleepovers with our, our grandchildren, I think for me, it just it's clear. Um, you know, to anyone who knows me, I intentionally spend my weeknights and weekends with my family. Um, they absolutely energize me, and I think early on in my career, I didn't always get that right. I think that I was, you know, 
trying to accomplish something and, and lost sight of what was really important. So when you talk about, you know, those priorities, for me, it's just making sure that my family sees me living into what I say, you know, matters the most to me. You seem to always display a, a very keen uh, sense of personal responsibility. Um, and and it, it, I, my impression from our previous interactions is that um, a lot of this came from, from mentorship uh, that, that really helped you develop this. And I was hoping you could sort of speak to the role of mentors uh, in your life to this point and, and what, they have, uh, what they have given you in terms of mindset and skill set. Absolutely. I have been very fortunate throughout my career and certainly at a, a young age, I think, to have had the people that I have had, you know, in my life be able to guide me. You know, I was young when I started my career, young when I started my family even. And so, you know, some of these people that have that have been in that role for me have kind of helped shape um, both sides of, of my life. But certainly from a work standpoint, just really establishing, you know, what's, what's important and, and being able to decide, you know, what that success means, because I think there's a consequence to everything. So there, there's, you know, you kind of mentioned that, right. There's a, almost, if you will, a price you pay for being successful and, and that's going to be different, you know, for, for everyone. Um, I don't want to do it. There's a saying that was once said to me, like, you don't want to cross over dead bodies to get there. Um, and so anyway, I just always held that close and, and took that away. You know, you want to treat people the way that, that you want to be treated and, and do, you know, my best, um, certainly. And I, and I think that there's always more that I could be doing. Um, so certainly not ever at a place where I think I've arrived, if you will, and having those yeah, never, never, complacent. never complacent. And I, but I do think it's important for all of us to seek out that type of guidance, because I think if we ever get to a place where we feel like we don't need it, um, I, I, then I think that's a big sign that you do. So I always like to, even though, again, one of the things that I'm grateful for and was even excited about in this role is just having the autonomy to kind of create this program, right? Because we really didn't have a, a program before. And I still though want to run, you know, ideas past others and be like, hey, am I thinking about this the right way? Is there something that I could be missing? And so many people have a tons more experience, you know, and expertise. And so I'd be remiss not to, you know, lean into that. And one more thing I want to get your perspective on just as a leader within our organization and a leader more generally is, you know, I, I think you've been um an excellent example of really transcending, you know, a lot of uh, things that can confront women in the workplace and um, succeeding in spite of some of these factors and, and really rising above a lot of, a lot of issues, structural and behavioral that can, that can create challenges. And just curious to what advice you would give specifically to up and coming women emerging leaders that can help them succeed in the, in the current business climate. I think a lot has certainly changed from, you know, the, the earlier days where, I, I probably had to encounter or, or navigate that a, a little differently than, than certainly what it would be today. But I would still say to, to anyone to seek out those mentors who, like I mentioned earlier, have kind of walked that path and so can help guide you, you know, into situations that, 
you know, you, you don't have to figure it all out by yourself. And that's one of the things that I do love about Quesco is there's so many people that truly want to help and can help. So you don't have, you know, you don't have to do that. So I just think having a network of, of others and then also something too that someone once had shared with me and it's a little bit harder. I think maybe it doesn't naturally come to us all, but surrounding yourself with people that don't think the way that you do, that will challenge you to, you know, be mindful of other people's experiences and, and, other ways of doing things. And not to say that, you know, not like a, you're not always right type of a situation, but just to give you different perspective and, and not kind of fall into group think, if you will. So really try to find people that have different interests than I do and even different personalities. I mean, I'm rather reserved. And um, so it's important to me to, to seek out others that, you know, that that are, that are just different so I can be well-rounded. Well, as a consequence, you're a person that people look up to across our organization, not merely in sales growth, but across the company as someone that just uh, lives our values, lives your values in a way that's just really consistent with success and harmony. And I'm just very proud of you. Very grateful that you're with us, Shauna. And uh, just uh, thanks for coming on today and sharing uh, your thoughts, because uh, I think you can really inspire others uh, with, with the broader platform. And thank you for, for being our guest today. Absolutely. I, I enjoyed it. Thank you, Jason. Thank you.